Welcome to Small Bites by Mirapaw Taste Buds. We're your buds, Melissa and Emily. Small Bites is short, easily digestible content, and today's topic is Yetos cheese. Yes. So it's a hard to pronounce one, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. Americans are supposedly saying Yetos, which I'm all for. Yetos. Yeah. Or it's <laughs> Yetost. 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 That's I don't know. Russian. I don't... Yeah, that does. It doesn't sound like the Scandinavian cheese it is. <laughs> but it's also known as Brunos cheese, which is Norwegian for brown cheese. So the first time that we actually had this, I was thrilled because I had not had a new cheese in God knows how long. So this was just like, what? Serve it. Let's eat it. Let's try it. <laughs> what a gift. And it honestly looked like a piece of like caramel. It looked like candy. I was like, what is this? This is crazy. Yeah, she was brown brown. Yeah, she was pretty. Mm. So it's typically a goat cheese, but it can be made from both a blend of goat and cow. Um, it's actually a whey cheese, so which is part of the Danish sost. sost. I don't know how you say that, (laughs) but it's a whey cheese, essentially. So some people say it's not actually cheese, but ricotta is also technically a whey cheese. So it's like, don't, don't you come with that. Ah. It is. I'd still call it a cheese. I mean, I see why people say it's not really a cheese. Well, I think that we'll get into the debate (laughs) a little more here in a second, but (laughs) it's popular in Norway. It's usually made by heating a vat of whey cream and milk. And that's what gives it kind of that really caramel brown color because it's the milk, actually, the sugars in the milk caramelizing during that heating process. Mm. So makes sense. But to make cheese, you usually use enzymes and acidity to break milk into its parts, which are curds, and then, which is like the fat and the protein solids, and whey, which comprises the leftover water, sugar, and other minerals. So when you're making every other type of cheese, you take the curds and you send them on their way uh, to go be kind of made into a glorious block of cheese and can be like cut and, and maneuvered with that way. Um, but when you're making something like a whey cheese, you're actually taking that leftover whey and cooking it down until it becomes a sweet and salty paste. So yay toast is kind of this magical thing that's actually part of the Maillard reaction, which I feel like it's such a funny term that comes up in cooking, which we're definitely going to have to do an episode on. But in this sense, that's why people say it's not exactly cheese because it doesn't really fit neatly into either category but again i mean ricotta is made with whey it's just cooked a lot less so it retains more moisture and isn't kind of like that solid block of yay toast so Mm. it's interesting it supposedly originated in this valley in norway over a hundred years ago and it sold really well because it has this like this butterscotchy kind of like dense rich texture yum but it was supposedly this like dairy made and hove um in like the mid 1800s in this tiny valley that had a small farm so they had some horses some cattle some sheep some pigs and goats were super common in the region so their family had actually sold off their goats because they found them noisy and chaotic but <laughs> um after visiting a friend's nearby farm she asked her father's permission to make yetos with the leftover whey, which he granted. So she poured the whey into the pot. She added a splash of cream, and which was a kind of a splurge at this point. And so the final product ended up being super delicious and was dubbed fetost or fat cheese. So <laughs> after marrying a nearby goat farmer. Classic. She this started, woman liked the goats. She was all yes, about it. She, she was, was like, like don't please. you sell my goats. I love the goats. <laughs> Daddy, please let me have the goats. <laughs> 
I love how she had to like ask permission. Olden days. Yeah. Fucking garbage. Truth. I'm gonna do what I want with these goats. <laughs> <laughs> she got she found herself a man who could get her those goats. She did. She sure did. Good for her. Way to go. So she started actually adding that goat milk to her cheese creations. And lo and behold, it was amazing. She got started selling it to nearby villages. And and she kind of started to become a successful cheese trader. <laughs> Amazing. What a life. Yeah. So it grew, grew in popularity. And then by the early like 1900s, they had built kind of like a factory in a nearby town solely for the purpose of producing these cheeses. So the demand was, you know, growing. Yeah. And up until she was into her old age, people still called her a milkmaid, like lovingly, kind of as like this cheese empress. Which is kind of cheese empress. Yeah, that's, that's so a dope. dream, girl. That is a dream. <laughs> Pretty insane to like invent a cheese. I know. Like, Honestly, when I read that, I was like, that nothing has made me want <laughs> to be a cheese inventor or goddess or empress more. I was like, oh my god, I could make a new cheese. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the day that that happens because it's definitely on my bucket list. One hundred percent. So it's usually formed into rindless squares or cylinders, and it's best when sliced super thin and enjoyed. A lot of people do like flat on bread served with fresh fruit or like jams and things. So a lot of people are obviously drawn to it, especially kids, because it has this like sweet fudge like kind of consistency, and it really does kind of have this like dessert or like breakfast cheese vibe to it. <laughs> but I, I guess people also will turn it into fondues, which I could see being really good as a fondue. So like, that makes total yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. I read also, which I love this comparison because it's, it is kind of true. It was compared to the texture of a young Gouda, though perhaps <laughs> stickier, which as we sampled it, I feel like that's a pretty accurate description. Yeah. I, don't, I never really thought to compare like cheeses and describe them in these like really. It's like a young Gouda. Yeah, like yeah. a young Gouda. I really, I love it. It's beautiful. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I really just want to be a cheesemonger. Mm-hmm. So, and it does have a taste that is like savory and very caramely. So it's popular in both Norway and as an ingredient to like add richness to like games, game-based stews and things, mm. or on topping on breads or waffles. And it's got a bunch of different like variations and, and levels of sweetness, but people sometimes will eat it for breakfast or as the last meal of the day after like a post for like a post dinner, a little like desserty kind of snack. So um, I think the way that we had it, we just had it on like a cheese plate. So it was pretty plain. I think if I did it again, I'd probably do it with some apple slices. That seems to be kind of like a, a good little like snack combo that people seem to do with it. Definitely sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. So there's the most popular brand in the U.S. is the Ski Queen variety, which is a blend of cow and goat's milk. Um, they're <laughs> actually... The reason it's Ski Queen, I guess, is that it's a popular or preferred snack for Norwegian skiers who tend to pack it in their backpacks and snack on it while on the trails. Of course. So that's kind of where the name comes from for the most cross-country skiers in Norway. (laughs) But I did look it up and you can find it at like nicer grocers like Whole Foods and Mariano's. I mean, I'm sure it's probably a little harder to find around us, but I'm definitely going to start looking. You can also obviously buy it on Amazon, which if you look for it in like a store, I'm sure you'd probably find like six to eight dollar like square and that would be normal but amazon was selling 
an eight or nine ounce block essentially for like as high as twenty two dollars or as which is like two forty four per ounce. But they're also selling it as low as like nine dollars. So it's like okay, you just Real gotta shop around there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't pick the first one you see. That's for sure. <laughs> and when I, if you choose to add that to your cart, it suggested lingonberry jam and a cheese scraper. And I was like, mm, get those thin cuts. Yum. A little jam with her sounds delightful. The old lingonberry. Yeah. Classic pair. Got her in the fridge right now, still fi- finishing a jar from ages ago. <laughs> Not my most popular jam. It's a good one though. It She's is a good solid. one. Yeah. So you should definitely look for Yetos next time you are at the supermarket in your nice cheese aisles. She's a delight. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> <laughs>